so you are a soldier that has top secret above classified access and you are part of a team that is called the OPNAC team or the OPNAC personnel. Now, before I go on very quickly, I just want to say that unfortunately, I wish I could describe publicly what the OPNAC personnel does, but I can't without getting uh, censored, if you will. So anyways, you are part of a team called the OPNAC personnel and you are responsible for coming from Area 51, which is your designated military base, right? And you are aware of the existence of aliens, by the way. And you are responsible for recovering crashed and or, you know, a living beings, materials, anything extraterrestrial related. So you get to the crash site, right? And you get there with, with your superior, a bunch of other soldiers. This is totally off the books. This doesn't exist on paper whatsoever. You get to the crash site, let's say in Nevada. It's not a long drive from Area 51. And... All of a sudden, as you get closer and closer, you realize that the UFO craft or the alien craft that you know for a fact is alien, by the way, as it was coming into the atmosphere, you have extraterrestrial technology that, you know, you have a reverse engineered that could detect these things and other aliens have helped develop a sort of uh, ET radar, if you will, right? Not really that far fetched. You go up to this craft and you see the craft is not the usual 50 diameters in radius, right? Usually they're 50 to 100 diameters in size. Generally speaking, you can cover it up. You can drive it very, very covertly back to base, but it's far bigger than that. So what ends up happening is you then look at your superior and you say, sir, what do you want us to do? Your superior starts freaking out very emotionally. You've never seen your superior do this before. Next thing you know, a what looks to be a human but not exactly more so men in black right more pale looking if you will allegedly half uh, ai half alien a little bit human dna in there a clone if you will comes up to your superior and places a hand on your superior's shoulder as if to say calm down your superior immediately shuts up and walks away and you think nothing of it you are tasked not to ask any questions now before I go on with this, I just want to say that we do have a Patreon. It does help support the show. And on top of that, I will be getting to more shoutouts very soon. Anyways, let's jump right into it. The Echo Chamber, injecting AI slash Nordic blood to break the spirit pact in brackets Excalibur. Now you might be saying, Dave, you're just throwing words all over the place just to make a title. I promise you folks, by the end of this episode, it's going to come full circle. So you retrieve the craft, but the only thing, going back to the example I just gave, the only problem is it's so big you can't even cover it up and put it on a truck and drive it down the highway and i'm serious right how are you going to transport it back so what do you do you get a handful of billionaires to start buying up a bunch of land because this person who told your superior this men in black if you will or this alien in black has told you telepathically that there is no way of this craft being able to get to area 51 without it being spotted right and then you start to think can we teleport it this or that but that would require other apparatuses that would cause attention so what do you do like i said you get billionaires to start buying up a bunch of land, kind of like Bill Gates, right? like what he's doing right now. But let's put that aside for a second. And then you bring the craft back to the base. And the craft looks like it starts to bleed. You've never seen this craft before bleed. The man in black, which again, could be a clone, alien, what have you, looks at the craft as if they know what's going on. Now, Let's jump right into all of this because the example I gave is actually taken from a handful of different books, sources, things like that. And the reason I do that, folks, is to give you an overall perspective of what we're going to be analyzing here. So first off, before we analyze 
anything having to do with everything that explains this entire episode. First, let's understand what Echo is. Now, if you type in Echo, E-C-C-O, you're going to find a handful of different things. Let me make this disclaimer right off the bat, folks. This, at least from my research so far, as of the time I'm, I'm recording this, has nothing to do with the company that Dr. Fauci secretly used, the Echo company, to fund the Wuhan lab, but it is interesting, so I wanted to point that out. But Echo stands for, this is according to whale.to, Earth Coincidence Control Office. In one's life, there can be peculiarly appropriate chains of related events that lead to consequences that are strongly desired. After such experiences, one wonders how such a series of events developed. Sometimes there's a strong feeling that some intelligence greater than ours directed the course along certain lines, which it, he, she, or whatever was programming. All right? Now... The example I might give is this, very similar to that of deja vu. You know that feeling when you have deja vu, it's like, holy crap, I've been here before, right? And then you look at something else or there's other events within your life that just pan out so perfectly and it happens over and over again. And then, then you go through a phase of things not panning out well at all, right? Sometimes that's just natural. Other times it isn't. There exists, and I quote, a cosmic control center, CCC, with a galactic substation called Galactic Coincidence Control, within which is the Solar System Control Unit, or the SSCU, within which is the Earth Coincidence Control Office. The assignments of responsibilities from the top to the bottom of this system of control is by a set of regulations which translated by echo for humans is somewhat as follows now again before i go on and quote i just want to say very very strongly that this may in fact and by the way we have we haven't even got to the best part but this may in fact be the soul chamber in which we discuss so often on this show but let's carry on to all humans, if you wish to control coincidences in your own life on the planet Earth, we will cooperate and determine those coincidences for you under the following conditions. You must know, assume, and simulate our existence in echo. You must be willing to accept our responsibility for control of your coincidences. You must exert your best capabilities for your survival programs and your own development as an advancing or advanced member of Echo's Earthside core of controlled coincidence workers. You are expected to use your best intelligence in this service. You are expected to expect the unexpected every minute, every hour of every day of every night. You must be able to maintain conscious thinking and reasoning no matter what events we arrange to happen to you. Some of these events will seem cataclysmic or overwhelming. Remember, stay aware. No matter what happens, it does happen to you. You are in our training program for life. There is no escape from it. We, not you, control the long-term coincidences. You, not we, control the shorter-term coincidences by your own efforts. Now, before I go on, notice how significant this is. Your major mission on Earth is to discover slash create that which we do not control the long-term coincidence patterns. You are being trained on Earth to do this job. When your mission on planet Earth is completed, you will no longer be required to remain slash return there, end quote. Now, this sounds sort of godly, sort of religious-like, if you will, right? Now, again, this corresponds directly with the ICC, the Interplanetary Corporate Conglomerates, which are, again, part of the Secret Space Program, part of the Nachtwaffen, you know, the Dark Fleet, the Aurora Project, all of that, the Solar Warden Fleet. That ties into all of this. However, let's take a look at this right here. Popsi.com. People are apparently injecting themselves 
themselves with other people's blood to get high now. Interesting, right? Let's take a look. Last summer, police in Bucks County, Pennsylvania, picked up a man carrying an unmarked vial of red, of wet, excuse me, red liquid. During questioning, the 33-year-old explained that the vial contained human blood and fentanyl, a painkiller 50 to 100 times more potent than morphine. The liquid's street name is blood. Literally, it's just, it's simply blood. That's all it is. Now, it was the strangest thing, the officer said. If you look at the whole blood in the test tube, it's thick. This looked like blood, but it was more watery. Some sort of fine power swirled around inside it, and it smelled like cough syrup. So, let's end quote. Let's take a look at this right here, this article. WorldNewsDailyReport.com Florida fisherman lost at sea for 14 days claims he was sexually assaulted by mermaids. End quote. Now, you, before you turn away and you say, Dave, the hell are you showing me here, folks? Let's take a look at this for a second. This was the exact same type of of blood that this gentleman described to actually have been now again i say this very you know respectfully because it is a, a public episode to have been raped by as well he said that when he was raped by both male and female mermaids i kid you not he claimed that the type of uh, i guess you could say substance that ejaculated from their bodies was in fact this type of blood with that being said he could have been written off as crazy obviously when you get seasick you get delusional things like that however if look at the medical report in this right here it talks about how he was forced to perform oral sex on the fish-like genitals of these aquatic creatures not only onto women, but also onto men. All right. Now, with that being said, take a look at this. This is the official medical report, and I quote, Although Mr. McAllister does present abnormal injuries and inflammation to the genital and anal area, it is highly unlikely that he was sexually exploited or sodomized by living sea creatures, end quote, explained one medical ex expert. So how did he get it? Self-inflicted? I mean, it's possible. But at the end of the day, for those who watch the show, particularly the members episodes and even the public ones, we don't rule out the evidence of the very strong possibility that this may in fact be the case with regards to mermaids and aquatic creatures being real. Now, these aquatic creatures, specifically the ones of the experience pertaining to uh, the incidences at Lake Baikal and all that, which the Russian government just quietly classified that they just covered up seems to inhabit the same type of persona that these aquatic creatures that raped this man did, which is this. They're not bad, these aquatic creatures, but they're not good either. They mind their own business, but don't get in their way kind of thing, which is why, again, that Lake Baikal incident tended or at least allegedly turned so violent. But anyways, let's take a look at this right here. Deep sea gigantism, and this is according to Wikipedia. In zoology, deep sea gigantism is the tendency for species of invertebrates and other deep sea dwelling animals to be large larger than their shallow water uh, water relatives across a large taxonomic range. Proposed explanations for this type of gigantism include colder temperature, food scarcity, and blah, 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 blah. Okay, the inaccessibility of abysmal habitats has hindered the study of this topic, end quote. Don't believe that last line right there about how, oh, we can't study it, we don't have the money, or the inaccessibility of it. It's all nonsense, it's all BS. What this is explaining right here, folks, is essentially, and this is a fact, that certain sea creatures that can get deep enough into the ocean, as a matter of fact, could indeed expand their physical bodies as it said and then shorten up as they get closer to the surface of the planet why is that the case this seems to entail the same formulaic compound that this street level blood seems to be accumulating if you will now here's what i also want to take a look at too because we need to understand that echo encompasses all of this. So take a look at this right here, theguardian.com. Amazon US customers have one week to opt out of mass wireless sharing. 
All right. Critics raise transparency fears over plan to turn all smart home devices into mesh network and quote. No, 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 not mesh network surveillance network. And you might be saying, Dave, yes, this is what the NSA does. The CIA does. But if we look back at Project Mannequin, Project Mannequin then led to something called Project Excalibur. What was Project Excalibur? Project Ex- Ex- excuse me. Project Excalibur was a project that was sanctioned by Ronald Reagan back in the 1980s, okay, where they used in McDonald's locations and other fast food, uh, I guess we could say branches and outlets without the companies themselves knowing. All right. What they would do is they would insert a nanochemical that would activate as a sort of not a kill switch, but an activation switch in one out of 10 Americans. Why? At the time, this was a program that was done at the most classified level to deter against the Russians. But extraterrestrials eventually took it over. How do I know this? Well, we'll be looking at some documents that unfortunately... I cannot show publicly, but we will be looking at in the Patreon. With that being said, we'll look at some documents from the Dolce Underground Papers book too, very shortly. Now, the reason for this is that the aliens took over this program because eventually this nanotech will in fact activate these sleeper cells or sleeper beings, if you will. Very similar to that of the example I gave of that man in black putting his shoulder on, you know, the the general's arm uh, as an example I gave at the beginning of this episode. Now, take a look at this. Uh, Roughly around the same time this occurred, this from technologyreview.com came out. Now, keep in mind, folks, you might be saying, Dave, why are you tying so many different articles together? It doesn't seem like they're close. They're closely tied. They're not closely tied unless they're mainstream because the mainstream is controlled by the same three or four corporations. Keep this in mind, which is, again, pulled by the CIA strings very heavily. AI is learning how to create itself. Humans have struggled to make truly intelligent machines. Maybe we need to let them get on with it themselves. Take a look at this. This piece of software can actually create more AIs on its own in different patterns than that of which humans develop them. And how did it know that? Interestingly enough, if we take a look at this from the drive.com, F, this is the war zone, FAA data shows strange pattern of military encounters with unidentified aircraft. Now, folks, I took the past two hours to study the, the different patterns, if you will. Now, first off, let me say this. The echo station, all right, just outside of Earth that is overseeing Earth that we cannot see visually, okay? The echo station is actually appropriated 1.8 degrees perpendicular to area 51 remember the 1.8 that could be actually the answer or bring us closer to the answer of the 1.8 specifically for members who are familiar with this now the next thing we have to take a look at here is the patterns in which if we look at some of the images here uh, provided by the drive.com the ufo sightings constantly seem to occur some of them have been dismissed by drones granted but a lot of them have been within restricted airspace that is geometrically aligned uh, again with the Nazca lines also geometrically aligned with that of where big tech companies like Amazon, Facebook, you know, Apple, Google are working on artificial intelligence. Do you think that's a fluke? So the question then becomes literally has Project Excalibur or Operation Excalibur been taken over by extraterrestrials as ridiculous as this may in fact sound. Now, the next thing I want to mention too here is that if we look at this from CollectiveEvolution.com, a UFO the size of planet Earth seen hovering near Saturn. This in fact may be, folks, a 
subsidiary of an actual device or an actual, I guess you could say, pod of the echo of the uh, the echo chamber, if you will. Now we're gonna get into the really really good stuff here. So let's take a look at this right here. This is thanks to uh, I think it was Genius, I believe, the Lawful Path Operation Vampire Killer 2000, officially revised in 1999. This was allegedly created, folks, because of the fact that there was a deep understanding that extraterrestrials had full control of Area 51 and many different, um, I guess you could say, apparatuses too. Now, let's take a look at this right here. American Policy and Military Action Plan for Stopping World Government Rule. Police Against the New World Order. But, this is what the interesting thing is. It The New World Order is comprised of extraterrestrial influence. Not necessarily positive, not necessarily negative either, but we're going to find this to be the case in a lot of the acknowledgements, in a lot of the different contents and chapters. We're going to see here constant reoccurring themes. Why is it that things like the Diaglot and the Nazi bell are placed here. Very similar to the way that I guess we could say, you know, Ghislaine Maxwell tried to hint at the CIA before she was arrested. Careful what you do to me because I got stuff on you because she was, again, she posed for a picture outside of the Five Guys burger joint before she was arrested deliberately of her reading a book of how the CIA murders people and she made sure that book was caught in the camera frame because she wanted to send a message. The same idea here. The same way in which we would look at the fact that the example I gave the other day of someone being taskable. They don't have to be dumb to be taskable. Maybe they like you or this or that, but it's the same revelation and it's the same context. And I guess we could say, um, I guess, um, what's the word? relativity, if you will, please, excuse me. It is the same relativity on a much larger level. So for those who say, Dave, what are you trying to get at here? Is there a big invasion coming? Not necessarily. Think about the way these beings perceive time, if you will. If you're going to invade, you may do it over many thousands of years because relative to these beings with their technology and their understanding, time may in fact not be linear the way we perceive it with regards to the perception of the way in which they confine their technology. So a th many thousands of years of these aliens slowly but surely invading our society and our cultures may in fact be the form of invasion we're looking at here. Now, the next thing I want to take a look at is extremely significant and probably the most, if you will, uh, the most important part of this entire uh, episode. So let's open up these documents right here. This is these are some pages from the Dolce book or the Dulce book as they pronounce it. So let's take a look at this. Biological material and substances, termination of individuals who represent a threat to the continuation of the alien activity, which is affect genetic engineering experiments, impregnation of human females and early termination of preg pregnancies to secure the crossbreed infant. All right. Next, if we're going to take a look here, the U.S. government was not initially aware of the far-reaching consequences of their deal. They were led to believe that the abductions, which is, again, we're going back to the Griotta Treaty, how President Eisenhower said that the aliens could abduct X amount of humans every year. Apparently, they had no idea what they were getting themselves into, and that seems to be the case the more we look into this. But let's take a look. Since there has been no evidence forthcoming that an actual hybrid between humans and the EBE or gray species has been successful. In other words, the offspring would tend to fall to one side or the other, a reptiloid or gray entity possessing no soul energy matrix, or a humanoid being possessed or possessing such a matrix or soul, although somewhat altered genetically in its outward physical appearance or characteristics. The U.S. government was not initially aware of the far-reaching consequences of their deal. They were led to believe that 
the abductions were essentially benign, and since they figured that the abductions would probably go on anyway, whether they agreed or not, they merely insisted on a current list of abductees to be submitted on a periodic basis to MJ-12 and the National Security Council. Does this sound incredible? An actual list of abductees sent to the National Security Council. Read on, because I have news for you. Now, folks, listen to this. The EBEs have a genetic disorder in that their digestive system is atrophied and not functional. In order to sustain themselves, they use enzyme or hormonal secretions obtained from the tissues they extract from humans and animals. End quote. Does that not sound like adrenochrome? Does that not really? I mean, come on. It's true. It's right. It's right there. Right now. I can keep going on and on, but I do want to take a look at another uh, uh, another uh, snapshot from this from this book as well. So let's take a look at this right here. The officer also relates the fact that the EBEs and these are uh, military officers that are familiar with the matter. The officer also relates the fact that the EBEs claim to have created Christ. The EBEs have a type of recording device that has recorded all of Earth's history and can display it in the form of a hologram. The hologram can be filmed, but because of the way holograms work, does not come out very clear on movie or film or videotape. The crucifixion of Christ on the Mount of Olives has allegedly been put on film to show the public. The EBEs claim to have created Christ, which, in view in the grand deception, could be an effort to disrupt traditional values for undetermined reasons. End quote. Now, the final piece I want to take a look at right here, and this right here, is the most significant. So let's take a look at this right here. Area 51, another source added to the following statements in regard to Lear's claims. So Area 51 and a similar setup near Dulce or Dulce, New Mexico, may now belong to forces not loyal to the U.S. government or even the human race. It's horrifying to think that all the scientists we think are working for us in the joint interaction bases are actually controlled by aliens. All right. Millions of Americans have been implanted. There's a little device that varies in size from 50 microns to 3 millimeters. It is inserted through the nose into the brain. It effectively controls the person. Dr. J. Allen Hynek estimates that in 1972 that one in every 10 Americans was implanted. We believe it may be as high as one in five now. These implants will be activated at some point in the near future for some unspecified alien purpose. End quote. Think about this, folks. Think about the way in which this is going down. This may, in fact, and I'm not trying to say we should fear aliens. I'm not saying we should believe them either. Lots of different factors are at play here. And so when we take a look at the fact that there's something called the spirit pact, that is exactly the rules in which the echo, I guess you could say community or society, tends to instill if you will, via the Galactic Federation and the Venusians in order for this to occur. Now, you might be saying, okay, what proof do you have of that? Well, let's take a look at this right here. June 2nd, 2021, jpl.nasa.gov, folks. NASA selects two missions to study lost habitable world of Venus. Oh, really? Really? So that's a fluke too. You see what I'm saying here, folks? Honestly, like, I mean, again, Venus was allegedly just as beautiful as Earth at one point, but self-destruction and war caused them to now have to live on ships and massive craft, if you will, the Venusians I'm speaking of, that now oversee us via the ecosystem. Now, again, there's lots, there's lots of different moving parts, if you will, but humans have also allegedly tried to reverse engineer and create their own form of an echo chamber, if you will, to break free from all of this. But the one final thing I want to say before ending this episode is that 
that we will be getting into much more of this in the members episodes specifically with the impregnated woman and things like that because i unfortunately cannot discuss that publicly so i would like all of you to let me know what you think all of this is extremely exciting to say the very least and we will get back to you very very soon and we'll catch you later on cheers